1: back? Not
0: ever! North is still north. People can yell at you.
1: The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them.
0: North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right. Even if you stand by yourself. We don't get food. Hello, America and beyond the fruited plain. Welcome home to your source for common sense conservatism. This is the Wendy Bell radio program, as always. So happy to have you aboard. We've got a lot to talk about today because I think the proverbial, you know, what has hit the fan and now CNN, MSNBC, all the hacks out there in the legacy media are trying desperately to spin a new tale. Aren't you so done with being on a new chapter of a sucky book? Right. It seems like we've been all given this assignment, this reading assignment in 2020, and it's the book of suck and you can't get out of it. And every page that you turn, you're like, "Real? I know how this ends or I think I, I think I know how this ends. Do I re-? each chapter is something new that they're trying to spin on you? <laughs> and I just don't think that you can spin that Joe Biden C-3PO is is just an absolute toxic brand. It's now time for the people who want to remain in their positions, who want to cling to whatever vestige of, of power and control that they believe they have, to make a decision. And the decision is to dump Joe Biden. And it's happening. And it's time, for heaven's sakes. The thing that scares me, with how they've gone after every single January 6th you know, defendant, Every MAGA lover who was connected to that day. Now, Peter Navarro, Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, a former president of the United States. Donald Trump. I mean, the list goes on and on. This is all out war. We are in war right now. And this is the point of the battle where they realize that they're screwed. Because they think they're down in the valley in the open area and they see us on the horses with our spears and they think that's all we've got. But on the ridge beyond them is a whole flank that's coming in to seal the deal. We're going to talk about that, ladies and gentlemen, in just a moment. I'm delighted to have you. Thank you for being here and for joining us on the Wendy Bell Radio Network app. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. You know, I bring up this analogy about the story, and they want to change the story. They want to rewrite the story. And this brings me to something that happened to me yesterday, and I'm hoping I'm going to be able to put it all together so it makes sense. I get a box on the doorstep and I bring the box inside and it's one of those boxes that you can tell somebody has gone out and gotten the brown paper to wrap on top of whatever it is, right? And it's all sealed and taped beyond belief. So so I cut into it and there is a, there's a package. It's a present. It's wrapped in white striped paper, you know, like bridal paper with a, with a cute white bow and a card that says Wendy and Joe. Now, we just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary. I'm thinking, oh, how nice. Somebody who pays attention to the show uh, heard me talking and sharing a story about that, blah, blah, blah. So I opened the box without reading the card, which is stupid, but I did it because I'm like, what's in the damn box? It's a Dillard's box. I'm like, all right. So I open it up, and underneath bubble wrap and many layers of very lovingly folded and carefully placed white tissue paper is a fabric some kind of fabric and it's beautiful it's almost a creamy ivory almost topish and i can see delicate piping along the outside of it and as i open it up i can see that it's been folded in specific sections and each section is is protected with another piece of tissue paper. So I didn't take it all out. I was like, what is this? Who would send me this? It's like a tablecloth. Like, why do I want a tablecloth, right? And then I read the letter and it's from my Aunt Debbie, my dad's youngest sister. And in the envelope is a photograph taken 88 years ago of that very tablecloth spread out across the table with two cakes on them. And as I'm reading my aunt's story about what is important about the gift inside, she directs my attention to that photograph. She says, Wendy, this is one of the few photographs we have of your grandmother and grandfather's wedding day, 1935. It was my grandmother's parents 25th wedding anniversary that very day and the two cakes seen in that photograph one of very few that our Bell family has of my grandparents wedding is this picture of this tablecloth and these two cakes wedding cake on the right and my great-grandparents 25th wedding anniversary cake on the left for my 25th wedding anniversary My aunt sent me that beautiful tablecloth featured in that photograph. Now, when you hear that, you can easily say, oh, that's nice. But when you think about it and you try to imagine going back 35 years before you were even born, that what you're holding in your hands has been here and has witnessed stories of your family for years. It might sound silly to be moved by a piece of cloth, but it struck me, what an awesome gift. It is the second most beautiful gift I've ever gotten in my life. And the first was a book and this is gonna weave into the whole story of today, that they want to rewrite not just your individual family's story, but the story of America. When my husband and I first met, I told him in passing in some capacity about my favorite, my favorite book, Wilson Rawls' Where the Red Fern Grows. I'll never forget being eight, nine years old in Mrs. Pond's fourth grade class where every day we'd come in from lunch and we would sit down and she would read us for 30 minutes a book. And for about a month in the fall of 1978, it was Where the Red Fern Grows. And the story has lingered with me forever. It's the story of a little boy who saves up money and is able to buy two dogs, red bone coon hounds for hunting, old Dan and little Ann. And the story of this boy's love for his dogs and the dogs love for him spreads far across the Ozarks where the story takes place. They become widely known as phenomenal hunting dogs. And the story's twists and turns leads to heartbreak and tragedy. But the message of this story is so special. Hope can grow out of despair and that the seeds of the future can come from the scars of the past. And I told Joe before we ever got engaged about my love for this book, for Christmas, December before we were married in 1998, Joe gave me a box and inside that box was where the red fern grows with an inscription from him to our future children. The most memorable meaningful gift I've ever received in my life and all five of those boys have read that story and now have that seed planted in their soul. The story of what we are going through feels like those seeds of despair, where it feels like everything is so upside down and so wrong, so tragic, and you feel so helpless until something grows Something blooms, something blossoms and it starts to overtake that despair, that emptiness and that darkness and that is where we are. We are fighting for your individual story, for mine, for every single one of ours. They are all uniquely different, all deliciously weird and singularly ours. And what we are being told every single day is that, no, you've got it wrong. Your story is wrong. And even more dangerously, the story of America and what this place means needs to be rewritten. Absolutely not. So to my Aunt Debbie, who I know does not listen to this program, I'm gonna say it anyway. I needed that box. I needed that cloth, that photograph, that reminder of where I've come from, and that book that my husband gave me 26 years ago to plant the seed of where we are going now. Think about your story, because that's what we're fighting for. I have to step aside, take a quick break, because when I come back, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the story that the media wants you to believe about the madness going on in the world. And we have a super cut of epic nature. It's three minutes long and it will absolutely delight you. It will get you fired up and ready to go, buckled in for three hours of broadcasting excellence, right here on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So, if you agree with me that we are all products of stories, I mean, think about the Bible. The Bible is a story. It is a story of thousands of years. Yes, you think about some of the greatest books ever written: 1984, Moby Dick, The Great Gatsby. War and Peace, Animal Farm, Great Expectations, To Kill a Mockingbird. We go on and on and on. But there is no story more important than that, which we are pushing back to protect. Because it is being unraveled before our very eyes and ears and lives. And they want to lie to you and say to you, no, 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 you just don't understand. It's great. This is great. These changes are great changes. They're important changes. They are contrary to everything in your soul. Because when you go back into your index of your life chapters, nothing says communism. Nothing says totalitarianism. Nothing says socialism. Nothing says this right? And what we're seeing is a pushback against Joe Biden. How far can they move away from Joe Biden? Because the Biden brand has now gotten too toxic. They're going to tell you there's no evidence. There's no a new CNN poll, ladies and gentlemen, says everything that we've been telling you for the last two years has resonated even with Democrats It's certainly resonating with independents and CNN, whose poll it is, we're going to drop on you in moments. They can't get away from it. So we thought we would do this. It's a three minute supercut from the Media Research Center. Bombshell people. Fantastic. That goes back and forth with there's no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong with uh. Really? What book are you people reading? Enjoy.
1: The bank records show the Biden family, their associates and their companies received over $10 million from foreign nationals. Republicans have presented zero. Absolutely zero evidence. There are thousands of pages of documents relating to financial transactions. Zero evidence. We've identified six new Biden family members involved. Absolutely no evidence. There's no evidence President Biden has any involvement here. Text messages from Hunter's laptop where Hunter complains about having to carve out huge amounts of the money he makes for his father. Quote, but unlike Pop, at the bottom, I won't make you give me half your salary.
0: No evidence of that. Well, I mean, he hasn't
1: produced any evidence. They haven't no evidence. Various shell companies and this
0: web of LLCs, you have Rosemont Seneca Partners, Rosemont Seneca Advisors, Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners, RSP Holdings. CNN has reported on this. There's no evidence. RSTP to Bravo. Rosemont Seneca Thornton. Rosemont Seneca... Oh, hi.
1: They haven't produced much evidence. you have seen very little evidence.
0: According to the testimony, President Joe Biden was there when Hunter Biden messaged Chinese businessman Henry Zhao on WhatsApp. I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. You will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father.
1: No evidence of that. A bribery scheme of which there isn't any evidence to back that up. There is really no evidence. Well, we've been presenting evidence. We've been presenting bank records that show wires from China Mm -hmm. uh, that were then laundered through shell companies. There has been no evidence. There's been no evidence at all. They have no evidence. Say say it again.
0: they, They have no evidence. Archer did not provide any evidence connecting president biden to his son's business dealings.
1: he was aware of hunter's business he met with hunter's business partners he i mean you found a letter that that illustrates that he knew me in the the rear view it's uh it's a it's an abuse of soft power i'd say has any of them once provided evidence of what they are claiming well not anything other than circumstantial evidence
0: the national archives allegedly has 5,400 emails showing then-Vice President Biden using phony names to communicate government information to his son, Hunter.
1: They don't appear to have direct evidence linking him to his son, Hunter. Republicans have no evidence. Can I just say, evidence of of, of what? Records released from the National Archives show Hunter Biden's investment firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners. Rosemont
0: Rosemont Seneca. Exchanging more than, sit down for this number, 1,000 emails with Joe Biden's office during his time as vice president. A complete and total lack of evidence. There
1: was no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden. Archer
0: revealed that the first son put then-Vice President Joe Biden on speakerphone more than 20 times during business meetings.
1: I should point out, now it is important to keep in mind, there's no evidence, no evidence, no actual evidence, no evidence, no No evidence. evidence. They have yet to provide any hard evidence that the president himself (sighs) has done anything wrong.
0: Unbelievable, is that a thing of absolute beauty? I don't even wanna think about the hours it took to put that together, no evidence. So if you think about the story of where we are right now, the characters, the liars, the antagonists, the darkness, the people who suck, you just heard from them. All of your legacy media. Can we change that? Because the legacy is over. The legacy has died. That book is closed Don't forget that they have lied to you every single time the camera has come on. Every single time the studio lights are hot and the mic is live. They are lying to you. So the biggest question becomes this. How can the media spin all of this away? The lies, the fraud, the corruption, all of it. Short answer, they can't long answer they're gonna try and the best news of all because i'm pretty sure as avid readers you guys know how this one ends you guys know the truth and you will get to decide all of it yourselves coming up next on the wendy bell radio program Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. The thing about polling, if you're going to be an honest pollster, is you have to be willing to go with the results, right? If you're going to go into a poll hoping that the results are going to be one way or another, and I think that's human nature. We're all political animals in some capacity. People who tell you they're not, I don't believe that. Um, It doesn't have to rule your life, but we have our own likes and dislikes. We feel fundamentally inside Towards one way or another, and that's just the way it goes. But when you're going to be a CNN and you're going di- to you're going to drop the dough and the research time on one of these polls, <laughs> and then the poll comes back and it slaps you in the face, it's a wah wah. I-, I think it's delicious. It's funny. It's obvious. Anybody who's paying attention realizes that people aren't buying the garbage that the left have been selling. And, and this is fantastic. So this is CNN's heads. This is their headline. A majority. OK. CNN poll. Bum, bum, bum. A majority of Americans believe Joe Biden as VP was involved with son's business dealings. Um Now, this is earth shattering to them because what we've heard was just three minutes of no evidence, no evidence, no evidence. I mean, at some point you have to be like, whoa, this doesn't look good. This doesn't this doesn't sound good, even though I'm hook, line and sinker, a Democrat, and I want my guy to do well. How am I going to get behind a scumbag? Well, they don't have a problem with that. But the polling shows that the American electorate does, in fact. So let me give you a few of the top line items here. A majority, 61 percent, say they think that Joe Biden had at least some involvement in Hunter Biden's business dealings, with 42 percent saying they think he acted illegally. And 18 percent saying that his actions were unethical, but not illegal. Another 38 percent say they don't believe he had any involvement. Their heads are in the sand. And just one percent believe Joe Biden was involved but didn't do anything wrong. Right? A majority of 55 percent says the president has acted inappropriately regarding the investigation into Hunter Biden over potential crimes. 44 percent say Nah, he's been perfectly fine. OK, so that's just the top line. Because they seem to only pull Republicans and Democrats. I want to know about the independents. I think the vast majority, overwhelming majority of conservatives, of Republicans, know exactly what's going on. And I believe a vast majority of Democrats prefer to be willfully blind. But in that middle ground, that sweet spot, are the independents. What do they think? Well, Wait for it. This is CNN's political director, David Chalian. And he's going to say, yeah, the poll doesn't look good, but it's partisan. You know, Democrats don't fall for it. Republicans, do." I want you to hear how he tries to explain that his dude is toxic, that the brand that CNN is putting all the eggs in the basket of Sucks. go and now we know david how the american public feels
1: about the bigger picture here of biden's involvement with his son hunter on business yeah i mean obviously a lot of the results here are driven by partisanship and we see what the republicans on capitol hill are trying to do with this issue but it seems to be working a little bit so we asked americans you know what was joe biden involved in hunter biden's business dealings when he was vice president And a clear majority, 61 percent, say Joe Biden was involved in Hunter Biden's business dealings at the time. Thirty eight percent say he wasn't. By the way, that includes 42 percent who think Joe Biden acted illegally. Um, Nearly two thirds of independents think Joe Biden was involved in these business dealings as vice president. And then there was also um, the question that we asked folks about Joe Biden's actions regarding the investigation itself. Did he act appropriately or not? Uh, 55% of Americans in this poll say Joe Biden has acted inappropriately uh, in relation to the Hunter Biden investigation. 44% say acted appropriately. So this is clearly, um, while the Republicans are trying to gather evidence and somehow really connect the dots, uh, again, largely driven by partisanship, uh, you see... Democrats may not be buying this. Republicans certainly are. And independents are being convinced that there's some but by Joe Biden involvement. Something
0: doesn't here. smell right. Where the hell have you people been? That's my question. Y- you know, it's, it's not all of a sudden like something happened yesterday and everybody's scrambling. They're like, oh, my gosh, we we weren't prepared for that. Every newsroom has a series of obituaries that have already been cut produced in all of this everybody radio sports television right you don't want to be caught with an historic figure passing away and then being left out being like oh my gosh because these stories take a while to tell Brock you know this this was done in, in radio all the time too Yes. So, so you've got this stuff. You're planning on it, right? It's not like all of a sudden somebody big storyline broke, somebody died, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we weren't ready for this." This has been going on for years.
1: Our, our you, one Pittsburgh mayor they had for a year and a half,
0: right? these shills at cnn have been working so hard to rewrite the story to change the characters to point to different directions to come up with different possibilities or different outcomes he says it buried in the middle david chalion does he said in nearly two-thirds of independence think joe biden was involved in his son's business If at the very crux, a president says to you, there's a wall, and we never, ever, I'm honest, speaks in absolutes. If you're going to lie about something as huge as this, you know that it's the tip of the iceberg. Now, the CNN anchor, the cute little guy, I usually like him. He's going to try to jump in here and try to run interference. He's going to talk about, you know, no evidence being connected. There are lots of different silos of conversation. But really, there's not one tractor hitting all of them and connecting them. Listen to him. Try to spin it. Go.
1: And it's the third group that I think is most interesting to me because if you look at what's happened in terms of the investigations on Capitol Hill, there has not been a direct connection showing a legality or b that uh, the president knew of very specific things was on calls. But in fact, you had testimony to the contrary, from Devin Archer and the White House has said repeatedly and the president has said repeatedly that he did not have direct involvement, did not have knowledge of those dots have not been connected, even if it looks ugly and bad. And yet independents, based on this poll, are saying, we we think there's a big problem here.
0: Now that was a nice try, dude. That was a really nice try. These people are completely clone troopered. All right? They are what I describe as clone troopers. No matter what's going on, they have the same outfits on, right? They've got the same battle armor, the same marching orders, and when he- whomever is up in the starship hits the intercom button and says, "All right, go. Everybody moves at the same, right? It's all the same." My man, you can try to blame other things for what's going on, but the person to blame is Joe Biden. He's corrupt. He's always been corrupt. We've always known he's been corrupt. And of course, the ripple effect of all of this makes you go back in time, as logical people do. And it seems now independents are doing in greater numbers to go back and say, well, if you've obviously lied about this, how far back do I need to go to see what else you've lied about? Twenty twenty. Who knows? Well, David Chalian's going to jump back in here. He's not going to say it's because Joe Biden is corrupt and terrible and awful and sucks. It's all about perception. It's not about facts. It's about feelings. It's not about outcomes. It's about emotions. Hey, David, suck it. Go.
1: There's no doubt. And so, uh, obviously, this. Uh, conflates the personal and the political for Joe Biden. And so uh, but clearly the Biden White House is going to have an effort here to try and reframe Americans understanding of this. To your point, Phil, that no direct evidence has yet been uh, put forth to the American people. And yet he's got a perception problem. One interesting thing, David, is these calls um, with his son on speakerphone during business meetings and meals was as vice president. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this push by some Republicans to potentially impeach him is also interesting because they're for actions largely when he was vice president. Right. And th- again, according to our poll, 42 percent of Americans think as vice president, he may have acted illegally uh, in these dealings. Um, but you are right to note it's it's. It's the now as president that would apply to any kind of. Yeah, it's just sort of another uncharted territory that we wade into.
0: Oh, so there's your off ramp. Well, shoot, our poll, our own company poll, it says CNN on it. It says that the majority of people think Joe Biden got involved, that he's not trustworthy. The detour is, yeah, that was then. This is now, right? So the argument is, sure, I murdered somebody when I was vice president, but I'm president now and I I didn't kill anybody during my term. So let's just let it go. That doesn't hold water, but that is their detour. Well, you can't really blame a guy for what he did back then because that's litigating the past.
1: Sure, I smoked crack.
0: Come on. 20
1: years ago, it but fine. it doesn't matter now. It's
0: okay that, you know, I received oral sex from a man and then went out and pretended that I was happily married to a woman and presented myself as a clean family man. That was so long ago. I mean, my story's changed after all. Really? Isn't this exactly what they did to Trump
1: with no evidence? (laughs) They painted him out to be a certain way. It's so ridiculous.
0: CNN's Dana Bash. She's foaming. She doesn't know what the hell to do. She's like, oh, my gosh. She's got this guy, Daniel Strauss on. And and he's going to say, because they all have to talk about the poll. (laughs) They spend gobs of money on the poll. What does this mean? How do we how do we create an off ramp? Right. And he's going to say, well, he's so old. It's got to be why. Go.
1: <laughs> the spin that it's impossible to spin is on the president himself, on his age, on what people think and see and feel when they see him. He cannot change. He is 80 years old. He walks slowly. He sometimes speaks with gaps, as he has done for years. Uh, so they sort of put some context on it. But the reality is people look at him and just do not um, see confidence. Uh, the question here is, though, I think... Probably one of the biggest concerns I uh, heard from someone this morning, the excitement factor. Mm -hmm. Democrats and voters who voted for him are not excited. That opens the door to potentially a third party candidate, which we've talked a lot about on this program. And that is a big problem for them.
0: (laughs) This is age. How do people feel when they see him and they hear him? I feel like choking somebody is what I feel. I can tell you what I feel when I look at the liberals in my neighborhood who, who thought that Joe Biden was the guy... This is on you. I blame you. I judge you every single time you and your stupid dog walk by my house because you did this. You are giving the Midwest five, six dollar a gallon gas. That's what you did. You voted and you stole generational wealth from people. That's on you. You voted and you opened up our border and now we have millions of people we know nothing about. That's on you. You. CNN tries so hard, don't they? I've got another tidbit that you've got to hear, ladies and gentlemen, because also a part of this poll was asking not just Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, who would win, but others as well, other Republican candidates running for president as well. And you will not believe who beats Joe Biden in CNN's own (laughs) poll. It's crazy. The the biggest indictment, I think, of Joe Biden, the candidate, is the singular name who would beat him on the Republican side that isn't Donald Trump. And I got to drop it on you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right. So before I get to the to the story about who's actually beating Joe Biden in CNN's poll, I want you to hear Dana Bash, CNN. She's trying to spin the fact that Joe Biden sucks and she's going to try to drop something on you to promote a strength of his. He needs to get some credit for these strengths. Wait until you hear what she drops as some semblance of, of strength. How disconnected are these boobs in legacy media? Go.
1: One of the ways that they have started spending money in the Biden re-election campaign is on a brand new ad where they try to point out a couple things. One is the
0: president's, um, what he's done on the world stage, particularly with Ukraine. <laughs> what he's done with Ukraine? He's shipped $135 billion to Ukraine, Dana, you hack? Hi, Lahaina's calling. Hi, East Palestine, they'd like their cut. How you doing? Gulf Coast of Florida. You guys doing great? Everything's well? Super. Super. Harry Enten, he's the, he's the you know frantic guy at the wall who's giving you all of the data. He's going to tell you, oh my gosh, Trump, Biden, it's like uh, it's a dead heat, which isn't a big deal. I mean, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. But then he says, oh my God, this is a really big deal. I love when they try to lie to you and then it just all comes out. Here you go.
1: Within the margin of error, no clear leader. Donald Trump, 47%. Joe Biden, 46 percent. They're basically in a statistical tie. But what I will note was there was not a single poll conducted by CNN during the entire 2020 cycle in which Donald Trump got a higher share of the vote than Joe Biden did. So this is a vastly different picture from what we saw four years ago.
0: That is some very interesting context in all of this. What it means, we will see. Not a big deal. Statistical dead heat within the margin of error. I mean, all is calm. But Jesus. This didn't happen before. What's happening? (laughs) Oh, Harry. I like Harry Enton. He's so demonstrative and he gets into the data and you want a guy like that. But, you know, this is the story. (laughs) Breitbart. Brock sent this to me this morning and I almost spit my coffee all over my MacBook. CNN poll shows (laughs) several Republican presidential candidates lead... Joe Biden in head-to-head matchup. All right, you're going to have an incumbent president who we're told he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Look at what he's done. Bidenomics, right? Oh, my gosh. He's so inclusive. Look at his cabinet. Don't worry about the open borders, the crime, all of your money going away, inflation, supply chain issues, right? Stop talking about that. That an incumbent candidate? is getting beaten by the likes of Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, and this was mine. This is the one where the actual liquid almost came out of my lips. Chris Christie. (laughs) Did you read
1: further down in that poll?
0: Goodness! This sur- the survey, <clears throat> the survey asked respondents who they would choose in a series of hypothetical head-to-head matchups, all including Biden and various GOP candidates. Trump, the clear leader in the Republican primary race, leads Biden 47 to 46, as Harry Enten just enthusiastically told us. Trump's lead is within the 3.6 percent margin of error. However, the former president is far from the only Republican candidate besting Biden. In fact, the survey found. Let's see. Haley, Nikki Haley, beats Biden right now, leads him 49-43. That's well outside the margin of error. Biden trails both Pence and Scott by two points, as both see 46% to Biden's 44%. Chris Christie leads Joe Biden by two points, 44 to 42. And Ron DeSantis is tied with Joe Biden at 47. What?! While the survey shows Biden edging out anti woke businessman Vivek Ramaswamy by one point, 46 to 45, it's still a virtual tie, well within the survey's margin of error. I don't know what's worse to wake up and to be corrupt Joe Biden and to realize that the ultimate governor of suck, Chris Christie, is beating you in a last gasp effort to be even remotely politically relevant ever again, that is Chris Christie trying to be relevant, running for president, to know that he's losing in a head-to-head matchup with that blob of a human being who's such a you-know-what, or to be Ron DeSantis, and to realize that you're head-to-head with a guy who's demented, who's not at all... Here, right? Who's the he's the the marionette on the strings of the globalist behind the curtain? And Ron DeSantis, who once was up like gangbusters, is now relegated into almost the ash heap of irrelevance. What does that show you guys? Well, polling is very interesting. If you believe it, and we take it for a grain of salt, right, with a grain of salt, Joe Biden is screwed. And they know Joe Biden is screwed. And there's no spinning this. There is no spinning the yarn to create a different tapestry. And they know it. Now, what I think the left doesn't realize is that we're not just pushing back on Joe. It's all this other assault the assault on liberty, on freedom, on our constitutionally protected rights, and the targeting of people who embody the notion of MAGA that's now crossing over into the Democrat land and well beyond independent circles. I got a news roundup for you guys coming up, hour number two. Blow your mind stuff next on the Wendy Bell Radio program.